101 podcast. My name is Monica Holland. I'm certified GAPS coach and nutritional therapist. And thank you so much for joining me. I'm here to interview health experts, share healing stories, provide practical tips and answer your questions to help you on your healing journey. This is part two of our podcast about acupuncture. Together with Steve, we are exploring this wonderful subject. In part one, we uh, talked about acupuncture and its impact on health in more generic te- term- terms. So please listen to it as there's a lot, a lot of valuable information. And before we start, I just wanted to say how grateful uh, we are for you, Steve, to take your time and help our members learn a little bit more about acupuncture. And I'm also very grateful for our members having having that hunger to learn and um and support their bodies uh, um, on the healing journey so thank you thank you for being uh, an amazing community and please note the answers to these questions are intended to be for information purposes only it should not replace any medical advice from your healthcare practitioner so now off all, uh, to answering the questions uh, from our how to gaps community steve you ready yes absolutely fantastic so the first question is um I regularly see an acupuncturist, but since I have a chronic, mostly undiagnosed illness, I don't even know what to tell my acupuncturist I need. How can I how how can I make effective use of my acupuncture session on the GAPS diet, especially to speed up healing when things seem to stall? Sure. Um, <clears throat> well, you know, basically you're. you're you know, for someone like that, if they're coming to see me or really any acupuncturist, um, we're needing to know what symptoms a person is experiencing. So if, if, if the listener is asking, okay, what do you tell the, the, the acupuncturist, just let them know what symptoms you're experiencing, you see. Um, and that, it, that itself is going to determine how we will um, go about treating the condition that, that you have. Uh, you know, we can have, you know, 30 different people that come in front of us that have similar symptoms that gaps will be treating but we treat we individualize each of those sessions even though if they're having you know a lot of similar symptomology right so you know with, with the gaps would it be colitis but the way we're going to treat that will be based on the way the person presents and don't assume that you're you're just like everyone else in terms of your presentation of it um yes you, there may be diarrhea yes there may be you know the pains in the stomach those are similarities but everyone is individualized so just letting just letting your acupuncturist know what symptoms you're experiencing will be more than enough for them to go on um, to, to 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 assist you and assist you in your healing. And I would like to add that in a, in a part one, Steve was exploring um, the way he uh, uh, prepares for the session for uh, for the therapy with with his patients and the things he he looks at to diagnose the person, including you know looking and analyzing tongue, looking at the pulse and. And just looking at the whole grid and very holistic approach. So, um, and and myself from from my from my experience as a gaps coach, um, to be fair, uh, the fact that you do not have the Western medicine label uh, for your symptoms is actually it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because because it's the symptoms which are kind of leading into into the solution rather than oh this is a Lyme disease so this is what we need to do no um, just share your symptoms how you feel describe it and 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 let the practitioner like let the therapist 
uh, do the magic. Um, question two. Oh, I like this one. I'm terrified of needles and I think I will be extremely stressed about the session. What do you advise people when they are afraid? Should they even attempt the session? Sure, sure. Yes. Um, no, get that question quite often. And, you know, um, the people that end up in my office who say that they they're obviously in some distress. They're, they're, I mean, they really they really don't like needles, but their condition is such that, you know, they, they want to try something. Right. So, so that right off the bat is. I let them know that well they're courageous enough even to coming in because um, despite their fear they're like well I'm still here so some part of them wants to know well is it as bad as you know I think it's going to be and so right then and there I lay their fears that um, it's not going to be anywhere near that um, and so then I usually um, always you know we have different size needles if you will you know uh, different so I always approach the very the thinnest um, and they're already thin to begin with but I almost all I, I then go with the thinnest possible and I do very few needling for people like that you know uh, the, the initial sessions just to get them used to having the needles in um, and such and then um, you know there's really nothing to um, for them to be fearful about. I just walk them through. I tell them what to be, they can expect. I probably over um, um, explain things for them. So I, I just I just take extra care uh, precaution and you know nurturing there to kind of walk them through everything I'm going to do. I check in on them more often. Um, things like that. So no, and you know, and I, I get that often. I mean, it's literally once a week I get someone that says they're ter absolutely terrified of needles. And they leave there thinking, oh, wow, that was pretty cool. And that was really nothing. <laughs> I didn't really feel anything. Um, so I, I just I just go the extra mile, extra step to make them feel extra comfortable, uh, whatever that case may be. Sometimes some people want to see the needles. Others don't want to see the needles. Um, someone, some people uh, just want me to explain and walk through them what they can expect, what they can um, uh, what they can feel. And also, I would just add to it, um, when you decide to choose your therapist, uh, obviously, if you're not living in Orlando in states, then you might choose somebody else than Steve. Hopefully, uh, if you're a listener living um, in that area, you're going to, to contact Steve directly. But one of the things I would say, so if you start researching which uh, acupuncture, um, uh, Tourist. Oh, this is a horrible word. <laughs> and um, so I would fund them and I would I would send their ton of voice. And if they have such a wonderful voice, like a late night DJ voice, like Steve's got, um, <laughs> you're not going to be afraid because that will put you in a very kind of calm state already. So you're not going to worry about any needles. You just want Steve to talk to you. <laughs> um the next question is and i'm really sorry i usually write down the names of people who ask the question and um and on this occasion i forgot so i'm really really sorry so that's why i'm not shouting out the names um but the next question uh is is it possible to have an acupuncture treatment per se that lasts days or weeks to resolve a problem or does acupuncture resolve the problem in one session oh i see yeah no no it, 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 it's it's going to be more than one session more than two uh sessions are going to will will be will be needed to be quite honest with you um, yes, there are times when, as, you, as I said before, you get some home runs, you do one session, it's completely gone. I mean, that does happen. Um, 
um, rarely, <laughs> but it but it but it does happen. Um, but no, no, acupuncture is actually on the face of it is it, actually meant to go through um, a, a course of treat um, a course. So a course of treatment with acupuncture is going to be anywhere from, you know, goodness, I don't want to give exact numbers, but anywhere from six to ten to twelve sessions is you know is what is what you can expect. You know, you're not going to go to an acupuncturist one, two, or three times for something. You're going to go to them, you know, a minimum of six times. You know, to to really address an issue, and it depends if it's if a if a deep if it's a deeper seated issue, right? You're gonna be you're gonna see them at least you know, uh, ten to twelve sessions, um, you know, and so and so for more you know, and that's a minimum, right? So I I've had people that I'm working with, you know, I'm seeing them for six months, you know, a year, you know, um, for some you know serious serious uh, more serious conditions, um, for that, yeah. And I, I would I would refer you back to the part one of podcast. Steve was explaining uh, the difference between you know stress maintenance and a medical condition because obviously if you um, if you're doing acupuncture just to maintain your health, uh, then obviously you will need less. But if you are uh, if you're supporting your body to uh, to heal from a medical condition, the the journey is going to be longer. Um, so I do invite you to to listen to podcast uh, part part one of the podcast um, as well. Um, the next question we will Steve already answered in part one. I'm just going to read out the question. Um, how does acupuncture actu- actually work? So I think Steve, you 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 gave a very comprehensive explanation to how it works. Uh, in part one, is there anything else you wanted to add to what you've already said? Um, I'm not sure. I, I think I've pretty much covered it there, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I I, I I guess maybe if I could add something to that would be, you know, it's not magic. It, it, it does look like magic, <laughs> right? And, and and if it's done right, it just it definitely feels that way. It's like, oh my goodness, how does? But you know, this is a physical plane. It, it's it's a biological process that's occurring. We're just affecting it through um, some things that are not necessarily recognized by Western medicine, if you will. But you put the needles in and you create the conditions for the body itself to do the healing. Mm-hmm. And that's basically the way to describe the people. Um, you know, you're allowing for the body to uh, be at, at its most optimal when you put the needles in very specific places as determined by Chinese medicine. That's basically what's actually occurring. Um, if you were to take, you know, they've done these tests where they see that, wow, we've increased red blood cells, we've, re- we've increased carrying capacity. Of, so all these biological processes, they can test and see, um, and that's all great, but that's not something you're necessarily going to see, right? You're just going to feel the effect of, but yeah. that's what's occurring. You're increasing the immune red blood cell, uh, white blood cells, you're increasing the opioids, you're increasing anti-inflammatory compounds. All these things are occurring for sure, right? Um, and that's the quote-unquote scientific validation. But, you know, in the time you get in the deals, that's not what you're looking for, right? You're like, okay, am I, is my asthma getting better, right? Yes. Why? Because the body's producing the chemicals and the conditions to heal that asthma, um, the asthmatic condition. So best way to put it. Mm. Absolutely, wonderfully put, wonderfully put. So um, the next question is also, I, I do feel that you already gave an answer. How long and how often do you do acupuncture? Um, so I think, I think that's just a repetition. Um, yes. 
the next question is, are the treatments aligned with other approaches like diet or other protocols, or is acupuncture by itself enough to heal person? The first well, part of the uh, uh, question, yes, 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 GAPS diet is amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, without a doubt. So it's interesting. So the GAPS diet, um, if we want to speak about that for a bit, um, I, of course, I came across that, you know, my goodness, she first came out with her book, <laughs> the first GAPS book. Um, um, you know, she's uh, she was connected with the Weston A. Price Foundation and I was involved with them. So that's how I came across um, Dr. Uh, uh, Natasha Campbell's um, work which I very, you know, for me, it really was an eye opener to see. I kind of understood that there was a connection, but she really put the connection of the mm. gut brain connection for me. Um, and in Chinese medicine, we say that the digestive system, the spleen, um, that stomach connection is we give that the center, right, of the whole healing capacity. And that's in a sense what we have now are, are understanding even from the Western perspective that if you don't absorb nutrients if you don't you know, your ability to assimilate nutrients then you can take in all the good food you want but if you don't assimilate it right then you're not going anywhere <laughs> you know the train is not moving out of the station so and true so 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 for me digestive health real food the ability to digest it and to healing the gut is literally the number one thing that I do along with my patients. My patients know that I'm going to do the acupuncture and then we're going to talk about their diet <laughs> right um whether or not, if they have the gaps type, type symptoms, for sure we're going to move there, right? But it's it, everything I talk to them about is gaps is going to actually be related to that, right? Mm -hmm. um, healing the gut, healing the gut. You know, I have an autoimmune case of someone coming in, and what I've come to find out, you know, is all autoimmune conditions begin in the gut, period, end of story, <laughs> right? There's nowhere else that I'm going to go to. I'm going to heal the gut, and I'm going to attempt to. Um, help the person to heal their gut, and that is going to have a positive impact. So if there's one thing that they could do that's going to affect their um, their health, it's really the diet, right? The, the diet takes key in its precedence, even above acupuncture or really any healing modality, right? So I, I, I kind of stress that to my patients. There's nothing that I can do, there's nothing that they're doing more often than eating in their food choices that's going to impact their health more than acupuncture will Will, um, will have, right? The eating and their food choice are going to have much more of an impact than what I'm, what I, than what I can do. I'm going to see them once a week, twice a week, but they're going to eat a minimum twice a day, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so what's more important, what they put in their body? Well said, well said. I loved how you actually put it, and I've loved, I loved the, your uh, description about the train leaving the station. So yeah, uh, heal that gut first, and then the train will go. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, does acupuncture heal or alleviate health problems? Right, right. Well, acupuncture can be can be used for both, right? So, in when their conditions are such that, listen, all we're going to do is alleviate symptoms. Perfect case in point is the um, someone who's going un, who's undergoing chemotherapy or uh, radiation therapy for cancer. Um, there are acupuncture points that actually help them alleviate the side effects from that, uh, specifically the nausea, the vomiting, the lo lo uh, loss of the appetite. So in that case, acupuncture is more palliative, if you will, right? Um, but there are absolutely the other side of that equation where, you know, in cases like allergies, asthma, pain, you know, where acupuncture is actually healing the body. Now, I want to get this across. The body is doing the healing. Okay, so what we're doing is, is, is that we're removing the impediments to that healing. 
all right when you put the needle in you're basically if the liver is not doing its job of detoxifying properly we can assist the liver in creating the proper conditions for the liver to do more of its healing capacity right we can remove the blocks for he, um for it to detoxify better but it's a body that's healing so in those absolutely in those cases yes we're actually looking at actual healing that's that's occurring Mm. And yet, for, for, for you extensively talked about it in, in, in part one as well, uh, when we talked about um, other supporting therapies and uh, allowing the body to get into the state that it starts healing itself. So, um, so it's not GAPS, it's not other therapies, it's not acupuncture which heals, it's your body which, um, by doing acupuncture, by doing the, the GAPS diet, by doing other therapies you basically press the, the switch which is called on <laughs> and that's right. and that's where the healing starts um the next question would be um asking you to 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 give some examples of successful stories i've uh, obviously shared some in the part one but is this is there is there anything else which kind of stood out for you um oh. <laughs> there's, 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 no, really, you know, um, feel very fortunate. There's been quite a few, um, you know, just from this week. Um, uh, there's a, um, a condition called plantar fasciitis, which is basically uh, inflammation of the plantar. It's a connective tissue at the bottom of the foot, basically, um, that becomes inflamed, can be very painful. Um, you know, uh, this was after his first session, he was starting to feel good. You know, this week was his third session. We got in, you know, he's able to walk with uh, little to no pain. So things like this um, happen on a regular basis. Um, osteoarthritis, right? Um, you know, basically, I, I, I call that the, you know, the, 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 the weather, <laughs> the, the weather joint problem. So you can predict the weather by how your joints feel. You have osteoarthritis. <laughs> and do you, do you have that problem in Florida? It's sunny all the time there. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, you know, it's interesting. So um, we, of course, are a more damp condition, right? So the ah, humidity is such. And course. then you have those conditions can actually feel that dampness and the heaviness yeah. um, joints. And so, so, so yeah, so, so it, it's, you know, whereas if they go to someplace like, say, Arizona that's drier, all of a sudden right. they're better, right? So, so, so we do have our um, conditions that are just kind of wear down on people here as well it's just it's just a different based on the temperament but yes yeah, so, so conditions like that yeah you know um um low back pain you know on a pretty consistent basis we're, we're, we're alleviating people from that um you know and again i'm not saying that it's one session two sessions but you know they're they're able to say oh wow i wasn't expecting it i will tell you one of the more interesting cases i've had which you know i always try to stay um, learning new things and here and you know obviously you can't know everything so when I cross something I'm just like huh so a couple weeks back we had a patient come in with um, asking um, something called burning mouth syndrome which I had never heard about I had to look it up I had to research it you know and they wanted to know if acupuncture can help with that and I looked it up and it's a it's a near it, it, it's a neurological condition where it seems like your mouth is on fire, your tongue is burnt, as if you you drank hot tea or coffee and burned your tongue. And the lips, the mouth feels burnt, like it's burning, so burning mouth syndrome. And after reading it, I said, well, you know, acupuncture can potentially help with this. It's not going to hurt. And because we actually have a pattern in Chinese medicine that actually deals with some of those conditions, not all of them. 
And so I just kind of extrapolated and thought, okay, well, if we do these certain points, it should help. Um, they came in and sure enough, you know, she came in for her third session this week and she's, she's at least 50% uh, reduction in pain. Um, oh, wow. with, and, and so, so for me, I would say that's one of the ones that I, you know, would, would never have considered, but knowing enough about acupuncture and knowing, reading the symptomology that, that, um, online, what, what she was explaining, uh, it's a nervous, it has to do with the nervous system and acupuncture basically works on the nerves. So, um, that's what gave me the confidence to think that, hey, you know what? I think we might be able to help here. Um, and, and, you know, luckily it's, 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 it's going well. But um, things like that, you know, let's talk more serious conditions, MS, Parkinson's. I, you know, I have several patients like that, um, that, that we're not reversing anything in those cases, but we're alleviating um, the symptomology. We're, re we're reducing the, um, the, uh, the severity of symptoms and we're slowing them down. And I and I suppose you know um, everything also depends on the patient and the client. Where you might have two two patients both with MS, but one is also supporting body with other modalities, and the other one is not doing anything just acupuncture. And then obviously you will be seeing different results as well. And that person who supports body with with other therapies and diet and so on will probably get that healing journey. Um, that healing will happen quicker than the person who who only does acupuncture. Would you agree with that statement, Steve? Yes, I would. I would. I would. Um, and 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 how much are they working the system, right? Are they really yeah. getting through, getting consistent care on all of them and following through? Absolutely. How how well are they following with the gaps diets? Absolutely. Because again, you know, um, that immune system. You know, um, you know, 90% plus is in the gut. So if, if they're not doing, so the, the analogy I like to use with people with that is, you know, we're trying to d um, bail out a, a ship that's taking water, both that's taking water. I can either use a thimble or I can use a big bucket, mm -hmm. right? And, Love and, that. And doing the diet with acupuncture and right, all these things is literally like just bailing out a lot of water, you know, and and patching up the boat at the same time. Whereas mm -hmm just doing acupuncture or just doing one thing is like a little thimble and especially yeah. if they're eating improperly still or they're only doing half the protocol they're not as committed to it they're going to take on more water and we're not going to be able to bail out as much water so yeah yeah i think the bottom line is like always always take a holistic approach uh, to, to to the healing and um, the next question i love i love the next question so i'm kind of looking forward to what you're going to uh, say steve and um, yeah. if you are more skeptical about these practices will they uh, be less effective or not work at all <laughs> okay no no that, that's perfect that's perfect no it's interesting you mentioned that yeah we, we definitely get that question quite often and i i kind of get a um a version of that Right. So back to back up a little bit um, early on when I started practicing acupuncture, this was in the, the 90s, if you will, way back <laughs> when I was apprenticing, we would have people come in who, you know, the connotation of needles and it's it's quasi spiritual, maybe for some people. And so they literally were thinking, well, you know, I'm 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 Christian or something like this. And, you know, and is this, you know. Do I need to believe this for it to work? Mm -hmm. So I've had variations of that question quite often, to be quite honest with you. And um, what I tell people is that, you know, this works on the body, you see. Um, 
And so if you have a body, as I mentioned before, the, the needles will, will, will do what they, what they will do. It's just like taking a medication in that case, right? It's, it's, it's a biological effect. If you take aspirin, you're going to get a biological effect, right? If you stimulate the needles with acupuncture, you're going to get a biological effect. That's not to say that there's not there's nothing to do with um, you know uh, the connection of you know believing in it right so the belief just kind of enhances it if you will right um, but what I like to tell people is that acupuncture makes you a believer right it, it makes you a believer in it because you do end up seeing like oh wow I did so 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 no you do not need to believe it for it for it to have an effect um, but you'll be pleasantly surprised <laughs> as um, as to how relieve you you get you get i will tell you that one of the comments i get most often kind of relates to what we talked about in the first session is that people get this profound relaxation response that they never expected that that was not that's the side effect if you want to talk about side effect i get most often right that's the side effect i get most often because people are so disconnected from their body there they don't mm. even know peace is you know much less what's been going on this past year like let's let, not even put that into the equation right there's so much stress but just stress in general people don't you know really know what to be relaxed is and so the body goes into, into this relaxation mode healing mode so healing healing mode and relaxation mode are the same thing you say mm -hmm. um, and so they get this profound sense of deep relaxation um and they get connected to their body again. And just having that experience for people is enough because when you have that experience, like a drug, your body wants that experience again. And it'll come for the acupuncture, but then it might actually open people up to doing things like meditation, prayer, going out in the woods, going to the beach, wherever they can find that peace in a um, non-harmful way. That's actually what acupuncture um, um helps people with they actually get some in a mode of like oh this is actually what it means to be relaxed oh i want mm. more <laughs> and and this is this is really uh, uh interesting what you're saying because even dr natasha uh she she talks about um how the body heals that you can eat the most nutritious and healing foods but if your body is in a constant fight and flight you're not going to heal um because you need to get to the state of that relaxation of that uh, kind of blissful relaxation, because only in that state, the body will be sending energy to repair the organs. Otherwise, if you stress, the energy goes into the stress mode. And um, and there is also another 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 point I just wanted to to make um, on the back of this question. Um, there is this amazing amazing doctor. Um, he's based in Scotland. Um, check him out. His his name is Doctor David Hamilton. Um, I've um, I've kind of you know followed him for many years. Not like a stalker, mind you. He's got an amazing Scottish accent. So, <laughs> but. Um, but um, he's got he's got a very very um, interesting experience. He worked for uh, Big Pharma and he got inspired by placebo because he's seen all the results from clinical trials and he was part of um, of the team which was basically looking at you know the the scan of the brains. Uh, before consuming sugar, after consuming sugar, before eating it, consuming the drug, after consuming the drug. And so he, he was inspired by 
but but all the data uh, relating placebo and basically he left big pharma and he started educating people how they can actually harness their mind and their emotions to heal and i've attended to one of his um events in london um a couple of years ago now and one of the things he said well belief is placebo it mm. works exactly the same so Mm, so it's worth exploring, you know, just find him on YouTube, go to his website. His name is Dr. David Hamilton. Um, if you cannot find him, just reach out to me on the How to Gaps group and I will, I will share his website and stuff because there's a lot, lot of learning about um, about the belief, about placebo, about kindness and about the whole healing. So um, that's a wonderful um, information to have on the healing journey. Um the other question is, how do treatments help um, specifically gut issues like IBS and other complicated issues like fibromyalgia and, and endom endometriosis? Sure, sure. Um, well, I'll handle the, the, the gut issue because it's kind of almost easier to talk about. The other ones are just a little more complicated, but it, they're generally the same. So specifically to people who have gut issues, right? So again, Chinese medicine, you know, we have the meridian spleen, stomach, uh, liver, gallbladder, right? So we have these meridians. So so their functions biologically, you know, we work with. And obviously their dysfunction we work with as well, which would translate into symptoms that, you know, uh, we, we, we would connect with the GAPS um, protocol, right? Um, IBS, irritable bowel, colitis, Crohn's, you know, diverticulitis, the works, right? We, we get all that, even, of course, the brain-gut connection. Um, again, similarly, we put the body in, the, in a healing state. The inflammation that is going on in the gut, right? We are doing acupuncture in such a way, putting place no, those needles in, those needles tell the body to, um, imp, um, to enhance healing capacity, to detoxify, get rid of toxins, right? And at the same time, um, get rid of the inflammation, right? And so as the inflammation goes down, then all the, you know, the, the microvilli starts getting repaired. All the function that you would see when you eat properly, right, start taking place again. You see, so that's why acupuncture is synergistic with the, the, um, with, with the gap, because all we're doing is enhancing what's, what's occurring, you see? So that's how it's actually able to heal. We're able to get rid of the inflammation, decrease inflammation. We're able to shift the body from that, um, that, from that sympathetic fight or flight mode, switch it over to the healing mode that then allows the repair mechanisms to, to occur. And we didn't really talk about this as well, but the emotional side of what acupuncture is able to help with, that's the other thing as well. So we know that the body holds its emotional scars and baggage in the body, right? Like, you know, certain all over the body. So acupuncture in particular is, help, is able to help to release those, uh, the charges, the emotional charge that's on, um, that everyone's carrying around with them, which are really the underlying, uh, the underlying cause for a lot of health issues, right? So for instance, um, in Chinese medicine, um, the liver, the emotion that gets, that, that corresponds to the liver imbalances is anger, irritability, suppressed, repressed emotions. So if there, if there are these unexpressed emotions that are kind of festering below us, below, you know, below the surface, right, the resentments and all those negative emotions that we hold in, 
Well, you start working on the liver, all of a sudden the person is able to express themselves. They, you know, they don't feel so knotted up inside, right? And then all of a sudden the, the healing speeds up because we we will all reach certain plateaus because there's usually emotional blockages that are there. Acupuncture, as part of the process, deals with that. Just the fact that you have a liver imbalance, a spleen imbalance, you start working on those points. You're not just going to get the physical effect. You're going to get the emotional release as well. So people will all of a sudden say, you know, all of a sudden I just started screaming and being angry and I was a little embarrassed. And I said, well, mm-hmm. that's because now your body is like, wait, I need to get this out. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, so I usually try to warn people ahead of time and say, listen, you're, you're going to be a different person. You, you may all of a sudden find yourself expressing things. You know, um, sometimes, you know, I, I say, you know, do you have a therapist that you, that you, uh, are you, are you in, are you seeing someone that can help you process these emotions? Um, but, you know, I have people that come up and say, oh, my goodness, I, suddenly I started, I started <laughs> you know, I, I started telling people things I didn't think I was going to tell them and, um, and things like that. So, and that's because the emotional healing component comes in as well. So, yeah, so that's how we're able to help with um, with, 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 with the gaps and, and, and the, the physical type of symptoms. And it's really interesting what you're saying, because when I work with clients, I always tell them that uh, you will get worse before you get better. And that. Mm-hmm applies not only to your body but also to to the emotional state i do remember at the beginning of my healing i started having tantrums such a strong tantrums i've never had tantrums before and yes. and and you know i panicked i was like I, I freaked out i didn't know what's going on i was like jumping crying shouting out and and then I've learned that was actually a good thing because all those trapped emotions, which were, as you said, that anger which was trapped on in the liver, uh, was coming to the surface of my body, and I just, I just, I had to just allow those emotions to, uh, to be with me for a certain period of time, and then release them. Um, but it could be very overwhelming. And if you don't have that knowledge, it, you panic because you think like, oh, actually, it makes me feel worse. But that's part of the healing. And um, the next question is, um, I have been constipated my whole life. Since starting GAPS nine months ago, I have not had a natural bowel movement. I rely on daily NMS. Would acupuncture help with sorting out my daily bowel movement? Yes, it, 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 it can definitely help with that. Um Again, the, um, the the organs connect with it. Uh, you'd be surprised; it's not just a large intestine. Like the liver actually has a plays a role in that. Um, from our perspective, kidney meridian is kind of connected. So yeah, so it would be um, in conjunction with that that would help. Um, you know, along with along with the gaps for sure. Absolutely, yes, it can definitely help. And I would also uh, would like to invite you, uh, our lovely listener, and I'm sorry I didn't write the name, but please go to our uh, files on the How to Gaps uh, Facebook group. We've got three resources and there is one resource uh, which lists over 100 different Gaps uh, approved remedies for con- constipation. So have a look at those remedies as well. Okay, the next question is uh, is about ringing in the ears. Could that be addressed by acupuncture or is it better to support it by nutrition? Um, well, n- nutrition w- w- can have an impact and it's probably a slower effect. Um, acupuncture can get right to the issue of that. Um, in fact, that 13-year-old I mentioned this week uh, that I mentioned before was a uh, tinnitus case, interestingly enough. Um, I've never, that's the youngest I've had it so far. But, um, but yeah, I've, I've got several... Um, 
tinnitus cases and acupuncture can uh, just on its own can help with that. It's not to say that you you, sh- you won't you shouldn't deal with the um, dietary component to it, but just on it uh, um, by itself, acupuncture can actually handle something like that for sure. Beautiful. Next question. I read that acupuncture can damage nerves. Is that true or not? Uh, not in the generally no, right? And by that, I'm, uh, the only reason I'm qualifying it is if, the, if someone is doing it acupuncture improperly, you can damage nerves. So the question is, how do you know if they're doing it properly? Well, um, the vast, vast, vast majority of acupunctures are, 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 are quite well trained. You know, we know where to put the needles in um, to, to elicit the response. So I would say on the face of it, nothing, not something you want to worry about. Right. But to, but to answer your question, um, when you put the needle in. So I'll give a perfect example. So there is a point. Um, if everyone looks in the palm, you know, they, if, they have, if their palm is up and you know, um, right on the wrist, you know, maybe two inches up from the wrist crease going up towards the arm, this is some point people know this point for nausea if they're going on a sh- uh, on a, or seasickness point, right? The meridian on that one is a very specific meridian. We call that the pericardium meridian, right? Um, and the nerve below that point is actually the median nerve, right? So when we put a needle in there and we stimulate, that tingling you feel is us actually stimulating the median nerve. In the process of stimulating that median nerve, right, it's a very gentle stimulation. You're not damaging the nerve at all, right? Um, and so, so that's so I want to get that across that we're we're constantly stimulating the nerves without doing the damage. In we're stimulating multiple nerves at the same time um, during the week, and we're not um, damaging the nerve. So, I, so I wouldn't I would caution someone not to think that's uh, damaging the nerve because uh, the only way that could be done is done improperly. Uh, if they're jamming it, you know, actually causing so much physical tissue trauma, um, trauma to it, but but that's not what we would be doing. So. Um, that, that, that would just be malpractice uh, for that. So on the face of it, no, um, that, that's not that's actually not what is um, happening. You know, that would just be I mean, my goodness, that, that, that'd be such a travesty. I couldn't even imagine someone, you know, doing acupuncture like that. Right. So but but to answer your question, no, we're, we're not we're not damaging nerves. It doesn't damage the nerves on a regular basis. Um, no, it, it doesn't do that. Great. We've got two questions left. So one question uh, is, uh, I took my son to receive an acupuncture treatment in hopes it would uh, help alleviate some of his symptoms. Unfortunately, it did the exact opposite and increased everything. Since the treatment, his neural symptoms have, have increased and his emotions are all over the place. My instinct is that the treatment opened pathways and released toxins, but we are still working with a blocked detox system, so things are just recirculating. I would also love to know if continuing treatment will help or would it be too much for his body at this time? Sure, sure. Yeah, okay, so great question. So without obviously knowing the more specifics to, you know, what was done, I would surmise from what your uh, what your caller is saying is just in a sense you know to confirm what she's saying is correct. The just like you know we're bringing up these old emotions that are connected to that you know any and, and and kind of stirring things up if you will. And so for some people it may just be that okay we have to go more gently and only do you know a couple different points um, to kind of work more slowly with them. This is still a sign of healing occurring. 
Um, as you mentioned, sometimes there is a worsening, seemingly worsening, before the better comes along. Um, acupuncture is almost like clearing the, the pathway. So you kind of unclog, if you will. And so you're getting those toxins and those things back into general circulation. If the organs of elimination are not up to snuff, you know, pooping and, um, and urinating, if getting, getting those out, then it does tend to kind of stay within the system. So, so in that sense, I can um, kind of concur with kind of what's, what's happening there. So it would be a thing of backing up on the acupuncture, maybe, um, you know, just do, doing very simple, simpler points, but also kicking in and, and um, addressing the drainage systems and getting that out the system. But no, I, I really would encourage them to continue because um, you can do acupuncture in such a way that it may just be an initial reaction the first couple sessions, but then acupuncture in terms of just calming the mind. So for instance, if that person comes back in, if I saw, if that was my patient, I would be like, okay, well, we're just going to do points that just reduce stress, put the body in a, in a position to actually handle stress better, as opposed to dealing with those um, actual um, organ systems that relate to the symptoms that they're experiencing. You see, I was, cause you, you can do acupuncture in such a way that you can just calm the body, calm the mind down and, and help along with that. So, but I would surmise that this is part of the healing process and just go slow um, and steady um, with this particular case, it w w would be a benefit, to be quite honest with you. Wonderful recommendation, Steve. And the last question is, I developed post-operative internal scarring, which doctors want to remove surgically. As they say, it is a fibrous scarring, which cannot be treated differently. I don't want to go for another operation and wonder if acupuncture would help with dissolving that internal scar. Um, internal scar in terms of like, say, uh, if they've got a, a abdominal surgery and they're scarring that way is, is, is what I'm assuming that the person might be talking about. Um, acupuncture can help. I would say, let me put that back, let me back up a little bit. Um, the scarring on the surface, acupuncture is more in line with, let's say someone has a abdominal scars on top. You can see it. It can help with that. That's going to really be a combination of acupuncture um, itself along with um, Chinese herbs helps with um, dealing with the, the, the scarring. Internally, that can happen as well. It's, there's a little bit more involved with that. I would not say acupuncture just by itself would be, um, would be able to get rid of the, 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 internal, uh, the internal scars. It, it would probably have to be some Chinese herbs. Um, and to be honest with you, there's probably some integrative uh, medicine approaches that deal with scar, um, that deals with um, scar tissue that, that I've used um, that would be more appropriate than just acupuncture by itself. So I think that, that that might be a bit of a stretch to say acupuncture is going to help with that by itself. Okay, wonderful. Well, Steve, thank you so much for taking time and sharing um, and, um, and answering those questions and sharing your wisdom um, on uh, acupuncture. And um, and this is, this is the end of part two of our podcast about acupuncture. And if you have not listened to part one, please do so as there is a lot of valuable information. And if you're not a How to Gaps member yet, please join us on Facebook. It's How to Gaps to us a number. Um, so, Steve, thank you. Thank you so much for. Well, I appreciate you, um, you know, reaching out and, and hopefully I've been able to help your clients get a better understanding of acupuncture. So thank you for having me. It's been a great time. Oh, I've learned so much. I'm so so grateful for uh, for our two uh, podcasts. I'm, I'm 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 I've learned a lot, and I'm sure our listeners learned a lot as well. So thank you so much, and um, and hopefully we will speak again. Yes, likewise. Thank you again. Bye.